0: Hi friends, welcome back to another episode of Friend Talks Podcast. My name is G. Mine is Emmy, And today we're going to be talking about fashion and self-esteem. Basically, fashion is a big part of my life, always has been. And I feel like it's an interesting topic to, like, address. Because I feel like fashion can be an instrument of, I don't know, to boost our self-expression and, like, boost in our mood or, like, I don't know, change yeah. the way they were feeling during the day. And it, it, it has been something that I've been doing since like, I feel like 2018 that I had two terrible losses on summer. That was my, my cousin and my grandmother, like five days apart. And I feel like this is a concept that I started taking as a part of my life because of blogger that I followed and she a, blogger. a blogger. Yeah. yeah, On Instagram mm-hmm. that, um, that hopefully we can take her out as a guest <laughs> in the near future. Ooh. just turned it into the universe but what she did is that she lived in New York for like so long and and she Mm -hmm. was like during the winter she had noticed that it was very sad because it was so cold and it was very gray and everybody used Dark, dark colors. colors? And yeah, my mom she, always says that. And what she started to do was to do the opposite and basically mm-hmm. start using colors and putting, I know, different makeups and like adding color in her life so that she can like, I know, brighten her day just because of the color psychology in fashion. Yeah. And when I when that happened in my life, I started following her because a friend of mine recommended me, like, oh, your moods are so similar or whatever. So. I started doing what I do today. Like, I am... Mm -hmm. I've always been outgoing, and you know that. But I feel like most of my not giving a fuck about shit, it's basically because (laughs) I was like, you know what? I am going to start vlogging. I'm going to start a YouTube channel. I'm going to start things because I don't really care what people think. And if they don't want to follow me, well, goodbye. So, yeah, that was basically it. But, yeah, how is fashion part of your life, Emmy?
1: I mean, I've always enjoyed fashion, I've always looked at it. I'm a very like visual person, and nice. you know I love my mood boards and my vision boards. And I no
0: no no. She has only three vision boards in her room. All of her walls yes. are vision boards.
1: If I could literally put up like a whole wall of a vision board, I would. Okay, but it's like the way that through many images I can express what is in my mind. You know what I mean? Um, I'm also like. So yeah, I mean, fashion is such a way of self-expression and I like to look at people who I think are fashionable and I don't know I guess like it inspires me in how I like to dress myself and how I'm not even like how I like to dress myself in a very like what's that word it's like very surface level but okay. like more so like how you feel I feel like how you feel like what's the vibe what's into. The vibe? yeah because like for example I mean I really enjoy or I used to mostly enjoy neutral colors you know I, I used to not be like I would see people dressed with a lot of color and I would be like okay that's cute but like it's not for me and then more so dealing with like my own mental health and like maturing and really like coming into my own this last year maybe I've seen myself like unconsciously like color more and want to like put color into my wardrobe more so and I feel like that Is a way of transmitting like your own internal like self and your self-esteem and your energy into a more like physical appearance, you know? It's like when you start taking care of yourself in whatever shape and like way that represents for yourself, whether that's clean eating, whether that's working out, whether that's meditating, yoga, whatever it is, it's like that is a way where you can physically represent your mental state. And I see that fashion sort of goes hand in hand with that.
0: Yeah. I feel like, well, I've always been a fan of fashion. I feel like today mm. I see it from a different perspective that I saw before going to fashion school. Okay. Basically because, of course, I've been learning some truths that are hard to swallow. But um, True. I feel like fashion goes beyond trends and beyond yeah. what people say that is quote unquote um, in the moment, you know, like, oh, this is what it's up. Like, well, this is what is going on in fashion, and this is gonna happen like for the next two months, and then we're gonna get over it. I feel like fashion yeah, is more like more... a sense of a state of mind, yeah. instead of a thing that is just a pasajero, um, passenger. Yeah, and... <laughs>
1: how
0: yeah. do you see that? I don't know. Um... <laughs> <laughs> well, like, the point trying... is that it's like it goes, it goes by. It's not like it should yeah, be because. Well, in my point of view, it should be something that it's, like, embraced in your own um, roots and your own, like, personality-wise beyond, like, what people think that is trendy or not. Because, after all, not all of the trends that are going on in the fashion industry will necessarily look good in you.
1: You know what I mean? Well, yeah, but it's also, it's hard because it's such an intangible thing that is also very tangible. It's weird. It's like there's a duality in it. Because, obviously, there's fashion in the tangible sense where you have a garment and you look at it and you're like okay that's cute and someone is actually like making something but it's it's basically like art that you wear and it it's a feeling. And, and since it's art that you wear, even if it's art that you bought, you know, that you had someone make for you um, or if it's something that you bought at a thrift shop or if it's something that you bought in, you know, a fast fashion brand even, because that is the reality of a lot of people. It's a form of art. It's a form of someone expressing a feeling expressing a moment expressing an emotion into a tangible thing so it becomes an intangible thing that is then transformed into something tangible it's very hard to explain
0: the amount um, of times that you say tangible amazing take <laughs> a shot every time I, uh,
1: what do you want me to say something that you can't feel into something that you can
0: <laughs> And that is amazing, y'all. Yeah, no, Anyways. but I get, I get what you mean. I, I feel like, you know, over time, and if I look at how I used to dress before and uh, how I dress now, it's literally a visual representation of how I'm feeling inside. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like when I graduated high school, that I was just starting to go to fashion school. I It's funny because in Bogota, when I arrived there, I used to love going out in white because I love using white. Okay. And everybody was like, why are you using white? Everybody uses black. And I was like, well, I am not everybody. me with my sassy ass energy and being like i don't care if you're using black but at the end of the day like you know teenager minds just like let themselves be not like in parentheses be influenced but not really be influenced but it's like an unconscious influence and then me looking back like until like the end of the first year of fashion school where i still mm -hmm. used a lot of black even though i did not love it because it does not really express how i felt but like kind of did you know Cause I was trying to like hide myself on those colors when I wanted to be broken out of that shell and like try different stuff and things that actually went with my personality, like this very cheerio and happy weird person. Yeah, I'm a cereal. You have a problem with that? Cereal, like fucking cereal. Yeah, um, don't doesn't doesn't cereal make you happy? Yes, it does make you happy. So
1: refined, does refined sugar make you happy? Yes. Um, Dumb. no, I just feel like there's so many layers to fashion. People think it's very like you know surface level, but you have to really get under it to know like the many layers that it. It's like <laughs> there's like a Shrek. Um, reference. Have you seen, you know that um, in the first movie that they go like, it's something with an onion and that an onion has many layers, you know, that sort of quote from the movie. I don't know it, but like that thing, I feel like fashion is similar (laughs) to that. Well, humans are like that
0: that as well. Well,
1: yeah, like humans in general, but like there's many layers to fashion. I mean, there's obviously people who are not interested in it and will just, you know, follow a trend or go and it's more like it's for example my mom it's very practical to her she'll look at something she doesn't care where it's from she doesn't care how it's made because she's never like looked into it and then she'll just look at a piece of clothing for its practicality so for example instead of buying a coat that she might think oh it's pretty and it might cost more because it's ethically made or whatever or because it's better quality but if it's not practical to me
0: then it's not worth it you know I feel like it's most of our parents are mostly like that of course there's well like yeah because in a way,
1: yeah but it's because in a way like that, that's how people are raised to look at fashion they're not raised to look at it and be like oh okay let me see who's making this let me see They're they're more looked at it like let me see if it's durable I feel like that's our parents' generation. Our generation is more so focused on trends. Maybe it might even not be a generational thing. Maybe it might be like a moment in time where you are in your life. So when you're younger, you look more at trends, And then once you get older, you look at more, like, practicality and how long it will last you. Yeah. Because, like, you know, you have other expenses, you have other responsibilities, so you want something to last you longer. That's in a general sense. Um, I mean... I I see fashion like that today. I've looked... At fashion in different um, ways during my short life. Um, I feel during like before... 22 years, <laughs> During these brief, brief 22 years. Um, I feel like when I was 18-ish, mm-hmm. I mo- I mostly looked at um, trends. I did not care where it came from. Like, I wasn't aware. It's not that I didn't Me care. Neither. It's just I wasn't aware. I was blindfully just
0: strolling through life. <laughs> I was no, blindly like, manipulated by the <laughs> consumer society. Oh my god! No, but like in a well, sense, is it a lie?
1: <laughs> no, but <laughs> you have to think there's again there's so many layers to it because yes fast fashion and now that you look at it now that I know more about it even if I only know like the little tip of the iceberg because I'm no expert and I don't feel like neither you or I are experts in this topic we have a lot to learn but you know we understand that the supply chain and the way that it you know fast fashion is normally made is very unsustainable unsustainable towards our planet and both the people that are making it. Well, like there's have, unfair wages. I do have
0: a lot of knowledge on it because I did, um, I had a course on sustainable fashion to understand what are what are things going on behind the supply chain. Oh, yeah. Like in general. And girl, there was like an interview with, I feel like it was from a guy in China that had factories, right? And it was like, well, we need to start to make fashion more sustainable or whatever. And he was like, well, the most sustainable thing for me if there's nothing that, like, puts me against it because of, like, laws and legislation, the most sustainable thing for me is, like, the cheapest price. So this is why I am making a, um... ¿Cómo se llama? Fabrica. A factory. I'm, like, making a factory in Cambodia because I... Will pay a sixth of the price for the workers there than I do here in China. So this is well. That's like the definition of sustainability for people. It's different because because
1: not everyone thinks the same. Because he's looking at it from a financial standpoint, and that is something that for many years has over like has overpowered how people view business. It's I I feel like
0: is today, but I mean a little less.
1: Yeah, it's it's a little less because people are thinking in a way that's a little more ethical. But it's not the majority of people. But still, he's looking at it from a financial standpoint. And in a way, yes, he's right. If you look at it, it's like, okay, yes, if you're going to run a business and you're going to want maximum profit and you look at it, if you can pay your workers... In the exchange rate, less amount in Cambodia than in China. Then that's going to factor in more profit for you. That is okay. But also, what isn't okay is the lack of infrastructure and the lack of, in a way, legal infrastructure in a global sense to, for like the workers of these factories. And it's just. There's no like a cord in term of a global sense of being like, okay, whether you live, whether you're running your business from Cambodia, from China, or in Spain, for example, you have to pay your workers this amount because- Or this percentage of the product that they are then selling in another thing. Because obviously if one, they're selling it for 12 euros, but then they're paying people in whatever their currency is that is less powerful than the euro is or than the dollar is. Obviously, whatever they're creating is sold at a fraction of like it's it's sold at a higher percentage of what they're even paid. I don't know if that all makes sense, but it's it's it it runs so deep once you look at it in an ethical standpoint. And not as in, oh, I went to a mall and I got um, this Zara fucking shirt for four euros, you know, because that's how a lot of people see it. They at least look at it on the surface level. They'll go to the mall. They'll see, OK, Zara sells this shirt for four euros, wherever it sells this shirt is for 12 euros instead of researching, um, you know, more sustainable, more ethical brands and being like, OK, maybe a similar shirt. Costs 25 euros, $25, but I know the process behind it. I know how it's made. I know that it's made sustainably. And you know, all of that, these things. Out of it. Yeah, all of these things in order to make a transparent like supply chain have a higher cost and thus the product has a higher cost but it is it's like an ethical balance in which okay am I willing to pay more to uphold my values my and and how I feel that this should be run or do I pay less just because I want this product and you know what? i want to keep you up know to how trend I see
0: it. you know how i see it it's mostly that i feel like after all of the fast fashion companies have dominated the industry for say it and mm-hmm. like that we are used to buying things that are in a lower quality because of the price. So we're not like, oh, you know, 10 years is not, I mean, it's not a lot, but it's kind of a lot because I can pay five when it's in sale. Let's just put that as an example. And I feel like today we do not value those small brands that actually have the consciousness of doing everything right during the process and being totally transparent out of it and of course it's great because they are they they feel good in in the way that they address their business you know hmm. but i feel like it's a prob it's a problem that it's it's complicated to solve because as i was talking to my dad about it as well it's like okay we want to change the fashion industry for, like, a more sustainable supply chain, right? But the thing yeah. is that all of these big companies also have a production process. And most of them do yes. not want to lose their income as they change their process. So this is why it's going to take a while so they can change from one thing to another. <laughs> and I feel like we're, we're like, in a different area of the topic that we're going to address today. But I love this topic, really.
1: I mean, in, in, is that fashion even though it is connected to your self-esteem, I mean, it's just it's so complicated because we are standing here in a very privileged like outlook on it because in a way... We don't have to like pay, you know, bills and then like we don't have responsibilities that aren't ourselves. So it's like a lot of people, like, you have to talk about it when you're talking about sustainable fashion, in my opinion, is a lot of people also go to these fast fashion um, stores mm-hmm. because that's the only thing in their price point. Because a lot of people are like, oh, well, if it's, you know, if you need something that's in your price point, then just go to thrift stores or go to like sort of Goodwill, like charity shop. But then also, right now, there's this. trend of going thrift shopping and then there's a lot of kids who have the money to buy sustainably but then they're also going into thrift shops and even though that's a good thing in a way, it also like it, it's un círculo vicioso. I, I don't know how to say that. It's like a never-ending a vicious spiral. Cycle. A vicious yes, cycle. Yes. Vicious cycle. Um. <laughs> círculo like, Vicious cycle. <laughs> vicious cycle. Um. No, but it's such a complicated topic because it's like okay, so these kids who have the money to shop sustainably, they go and they go thrift shopping, they go to Goodwill, and they buy all these things, and then they leave lower-income people without the possibility of going to Goodwill and. Getting Getting something more sustainable, quote unquote, um, from a charity shop. So then they don't have the money to buy, you know, a sustainable top for 25 bucks, because that's just not a reality for them. So then they're gonna go to um, these fast fashion stores, because that's the only thing in their, you know, in their in their budget, I feel like it all dwindles down to human greediness, to be honest, because and that's like such a hard topic because we're all greedy, uh, you know, yeah, to a certain extent. And, you know, if it's like, okay, so you buy these clothes, but then you're like, oh, I don't use them anymore. So I'm just going to donate them. And it, that was also like a vicious cycle. So it's, it's just hard to pinpoint where is the actual issue because it's so many and it's just hard to like, you know, it's like a, it's like a well-oiled machine that has a lot of faults in it and has a lot of system errors but you don't
0: know where to start. I feel like the, the start is in starting, even though that sounds very <laughs> you, stupid. The
1: start is at the start button. <laughs>
0: Well, but I mean, I, I mean it in the in a realistic way because I feel like yeah. if they just say that it's like oh it is a problem but we don't know where to start and just like so we don't start it it's like just no start, start small I feel like I get the point that you say that a lot of people have the like um, a lot of the privileged people have the money to buy unsustainable um, clothing and I agree with that and I I do know that thrift shopping is a trend right now because you know TikTok but. Um, it is also, cause I see it from the point of view of the fashion industry that I've been <laughs> dueling myself every day. And it is that statistically speaking, mm-hmm. we have enough clothes for the next hundred years.
1: Oh, 100%. We do
0: not need more to produce more to produce more. So I feel like the problem really is on, okay. Cause we donate cause we feel like people need those clothes and that I agree with. Cause I do that every year and it no, is and as well to do. But the thing is that percentage-wise, and yeah. this has been proven, is that 10% of the clothes that are donated, I don't know if it's in every country the same um, percentage, but I feel like it's in... Because I took the class from, from Slow Movement. And they Slow were Factory. Sent, yeah, that. Um, the fashion and Waste one. Yeah. She was explaining that I feel like 15... 10 to 15% of the donated clothes are actually donated to institutions. And the other very high percentage just ended up hmm. exported to this third world countries where they have wastelands and they just go to waste. And that yeah. is and that is the reality that not a lot of us know.
1: No, they we don't know the last step. We don't know the last step. Where risk like donated clothes end up. So I So feel- it's just it's it's like trash. People don't know that every time you create more trash, it doesn't end up in a landfill in your own home country, especially if you're in the global north. It ends up being shipped to the global south to a poor country that is just dumped with the waste, whether that be actual trash or clothes um, for like these people to handle just because
0: just because, yes. you know,
1: the global north is greedy because we're we're in a cycle of consumerism and it's just like okay if i go out and i buy you know and i revamp my spring wardrobe for example which is a big it's something i've done (laughs) like you know Who who hasn't done this and you go out and you buy a whole new spring wardrobe and then you just like oh okay i'm gonna donate whatever i'm not wearing and you think that yeah in you know surface level you're doing a good thing because you're not throwing it away but a percentage of it always ends up being thrown away and these people have to deal with it or it just becomes waste and then you know this isn't a
0: biodegradable thing so it's just like you know it is a very complicated problem but but I mean I saw a quote um taking our masters that we were taking and what what they said was that waste will never be waste until somebody decides to trash it because yeah. it's not trash unless you say it's trash. You decide. You, yeah. You decide that it's trash. So the same goes with clothes. And that's why right now I'm in I'm in this period that I do not want to buy anything. And it's, sometimes it's hard for my parents to understand. But I do not want clothes because I don't need more clothes. When I say that when I move back to Brazil, and I feel like I've taken out one third, no, two-thirds of my wardrobe. You had a well, you have. A i still have clothes. a lot of clothes but at the same time it's one third of what i had and yeah. it's because i entered that vicious cycle that i felt like buying new clothes was going to help on my self-esteem or was going to help boost my mood or because yeah, every time that I was, therapy. it was basically that because every time i was like i don't know i finished my test and i was stressed and i was like I'm gonna treat myself with some shopping, and then I went shopping, and then I ended up with millions of clothes. And it's not that I didn't use it more than once because I've never been that rich, but um, I love repeating outfits, and I really don't care.
1: Oh well, yeah, I, I feel um, like it, it's it should be so normal.
0: It is. It should be very it, it, normalized. It's something
1: really. that is dumb to not normalize. It's like we all own a washing machine.
0: It's, like
1: nowadays, <laughs> put it in who the, does the washing it?
0: machine, and, and you clean it, and you rewear it you know yeah and, and it's complicated and i feel like all of that retail therapy that i did um like helped me at the point and this is something that uh, do you remember coffee guy yeah okay so one, <laughs> <laughs> we have nicknames for men so that's that on that but coffee guy it took me a second i was like who <laughs> the thing is that this man, we were talking one day, and he was like, mm-hmm. you know what happens when you buy new clothes? It's like, it's it helps, it boosts your ego, really. Because you, yeah like, if you're just going to, like, retail therapy, what it does is that it basically, it's like a 10-minute process. So you go to the store, you're super hyped up because you're going to buy something new, and then you're like, oh, I like this clothes, I try it on, I look great on it, so it's another two minutes that I'm feeling great and it's like like, a boost it's It's like a a little tap it's a little tap in in my shoulder in my ego and then I go I purchase it another tap in my shoulder for my ego and then you use it for the first time another tap in my shoulder because I feel great I'm using new clothes and then what happens nothing it's used it's not new anymore so those 10 minutes it's useless are gone are absolutely gone and that's and that like very like clicked in my head because I'm like yeah it's a is, 10 that's it's a so 10 true.
1: high that then leaves years and years and years of an issue for the globe and the and you know how to manage that waste you know just because you needed 10 minutes of endorphins
0: yeah and i've been managing too. like every time that i buy something new today it not necessarily mm-hmm. needs to be new new or it can be like you know thrifted or it can be actually like yeah from a sustainable brand or whatever i actually yeah. asked myself like hundred times if I actually need it, and I'm going to use it more than fifty times. Because here's the thing. Yeah. I normal. I had a lot of shoes. I still have, but like I used to have even more. You had a lot. You had so many. I shoes. had like I had like forty five pairs of shoes, and I mostly use white shoes. Why I mm. do not have an explanation for that, but nurses' shoes. I love white shoes. Yeah. And as most people do. Yeah, but I mean, not even like tennis, just like boots white, and like heels or whatever just white because i feel like it's my type of shoe but beyond the point it's more like am i gonna use this more than once like more than 50 times because if i'm not is it even worth it to buy if it's just gonna be sitting there of course right now we're living in a different perspective because i'm mostly not going out leave <laughs> so and I I normally don't use shoes in my house even though sometimes I do because I'm like I need to wear something else than be like barefoot but vibes um today I because you know that some of my bags are still in Italy I do not yes. know what are all on those bags for me all I have right now it's what it is here and I'm like I don't even know I feel like it's mostly winter clothes but mm. what the hell I'm like super confused and the point that I'm getting at with this is that I asked myself one hundred times if I need it, because I don't. Yeah. I, I do not. I really don't need anything. I have everything that I have at home. Sometimes it's just a desire that it's just going to fill my ego boost. You know?
1: Well, yeah. I mean, it's not listen, a necessity now. I'm not here to be like shitting on people. No, no, I'm shitting on and myself. Be like, <laughs> no, 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 no. Because like I also want to steer back to self esteem, because we went on a tangent. <laughs> <laughs> and just like, well you yeah?
0: did say tangible a lot and tangents a lot so i was like well might as well
1: tangible tangible and tangent are not the same thing Shh, but okay. it just rhymes okay shut if up if you say so um anyways um i feel like listen it's just being more conscious i'm not gonna be like oh you should fucking you know just not exist if you go and buy something from a fast fashion brand or if you go thrifting or if you make it yourself or if you buy it on depop or whatever whatever you do is what's best for you it's just putting a more it's it's putting more thought and intention into what you're buying it's not saying that you can't go and buy from a fast fashion brand sometimes that's the only thing you can afford but then also look at thrift shops and be like okay let me give this a chance and if i don't find anything here well then i will go buy that you know shirt that i need from a fast fashion brand 1000 percent. but before buying it it's more so doing the mental exercise of how many outfits could i make with this if you can make more than five to ten outfits and you can use it for more than one year or two years Mm -hmm. you see it being like a staple in your closet, then go ahead, purchase it. But if it's just, oh, I'll use this maybe twice, and then I, I'm over it, then is it worth it?
0: Let me let me say something that Darren Aline said in one interview that I was watching from him. If you don't know who he is, he's what well, you do, because I always talk about him. Yes. But Darren is the co-host from um Down to Earth with Sake from the Netflix show. And what he said is that he's been vegan like for twenty years or whatever. I don't remember exactly how many years. And he's like, I can, I cannot time. for yeah, yeah. That's a long time. It's like if I wish everybody was vegan, one hundred percent. But who am I? I feel like I've quoted him before. But who yeah, am you I? Said to this be- in the
1: diet episode.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm like, who am I to um, force what I believe and I think it's right. For you to From like apply to your life. Like, I don't know what's your reality. I don't know like what you yeah. deal with every day. So, like, if I can help you, if you have questions, I will answer. I'm more than happy to do that. But I am nobody to tell you what to do. Like, who the hell yeah. am I to just say that? And I feel like going back to the self-esteem track and something that I do a lot now, because before it was retail shopping, but <laughs> mm. today, like having this more, let's put it like that, conscious way of how my brain works and how my feelings work or whatever or how i deal with my emotions or whatever yeah. is that
1: a practice Be more that intuitive to like yeah how things i, I feel, like feel like that. i've
0: always been very intuitive but right now i'm just like listen more to what it's more my, conscious it's like what my body has to tell me so basically yeah. it's basically like i have a lot i have a lot of friends or people that just ask me how are social. you <laughs> I, I am a social notified we've talked about this like two episodes ago but yeah
1: I'm very social and people look up to
0: me it's not even that but it's more like <laughs> ah, just over the point um it's like how are you so happy every day and i'm like it's not that i'm super happy every day i have you know i have my bad moments oh. and i have my good moments and i am like every time that the moon change moon changes i move i move no <laughs> oh my god that like it? <laughs> hold up every time the energy is my mood Kind of changes automatically. And it's not something that I just know. And I feel like. It's okay. It's
1: me being a cancer thing.
0: It is. (laughs) I'm like. My region is water after all. But the point is. And that is that. I try to look at the situation. That has been making me feel a specific way. And knowing that that feeling. Does not define who I am. And and that that will not define the track of my day. Because I feel like something. That I've been working in therapy. Is that I need to start seeing the white piece of paper and not the point of pen and that is with fashion and that's what i've been doing every single day is that when i get up i meditate i do my shit whatever 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 sometimes i decide Mm -hmm. to exercise sometimes i don't because i do not want to like my hair looks good or whatever i'm like meh so what i do (laughs) is that i i just separate in an outfit that i love I get myself ready. I put some like makeup on. It's not even makeup makeup because my makeup is literally um sunblock with a. Here's my makeup routine guys. Oh no, with color like <laughs> blush and like some. Sometimes I put some eyeshadow, but that's basically it. And the way that that changes my mood every day. You have
1: a routine that utilizes makeup and fashion in order to boost your mood. Yeah, and it's not... And then change your outlook on how your day is going to go.
0: Yeah, exactly. And I feel like most people say, like, oh, why am I going to get ready or, like, all dressed up if I'm not going to get out of my house? My parents... Me. basically you but my parents have said this since i lived in venezuela i was like why are you ready are you talking to someone and like on facetime or whatever i'm like no the point is that i'm I'm dressing up to myself i've always been doing this and i feel like it's something that boosts my mood in such way that yeah. i that i feel i i really wish that this can get across and people start doing this because it's so good I, I do not know how to explain it because like, like the way that it changes my day but I feel like it motivates me to do stuff. And it, like, yeah, gets me ready. I understand it's that. Like, it's not like, because oh, I'm just... going to dress up and nobody's going to see it. Of course I have those days because sometimes you just need the attention. But most, of the, most of the days... are You're going to lie. So we all need attention from time to time. Come on. I know.
1: I'm just saying dead. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but the point is that it's basically just dressing up for yourself and just, like, feeling good in your own skin.
1: Yeah. I mean... It's just doing that for you. And I guess also circling back into like sustainable fashion or just being very not even sustainable fashion, but just being very conscious of where your clothes and even where your makeup or your skincare or whatever you use, you know, even your fucking like soap, I guess. But all of that adds to your daily routine, even your space, like where you live, how you decorate it, all of that. It adds unconsciously to your mood and then also adds to your self-esteem. It adds to how you look at life and like just the icing on the cake, I guess, is if, in my opinion, if you're shopping, because we're talking about fashion, of things that align with you ethically and you agree with their values and everything is, like, aligned, um, then then you might feel a little better because you feel like you're contributing to...
0: To a good cause.
1: No, to something bigger than yourself, you know? It's like, if you know... It's like, for example, being vegan or not, not, I'm not saying don't, but, like... If you can research, for example, where to get your meat from locally, where you know where it's coming from, where you know how these animals are fed, where you know the whole process behind it without going into it, Mm -hmm. you know, it feels a little better than contributing to a big industry that just creates so much waste that doesn't contribute to the to the environment, and then doesn't do it in an ethical manner. Because then, as humans, we go back to a little bit of more, like, small, like, family-owned businesses or smaller production where people are more conscious of the end product, where the end product has more quality, where it lasts you longer, where you know that you're contributing to someone's job, where it's like a cycle, Mm -hmm. and it just... You know, you being, you buying the end product contributes to so many things behind it, and you feel a sense of reward. And that cycle is actually better than contributing to like a vicious cycle where it's just the big man who gets a lot of money and then trinkles down a small percentage of what he gets to, you know, his producers or whatever. And these people are still living in poverty and all I of that. Like- that is a vicious cycle.
0: But I feel like overall sustainability doesn't necessarily need to be something that is directly related to the environment. It's more no, like it's a
1: maintainable habit.
0: No, and, and a maintainable habit. I mean, yeah. what I'm saying maintainable really is just know that you can keep that habit for years and years and years to come. Yeah. And of course, that will directly like reflect on the environment and socially or whatever. But it's more like creating, I don't know, if you start meditating for 21 days straight, you will replace that bad habit that you had with this new habit. It's not that you're going to erase a habit that you had and just Mm. like forget that it ever existed. No, that bad habit still exists, but you choose to replace it with a new one. And that is with fashion. And that is with how you address your self-esteem and how you like boost your mood. That is with what you eat or whatever. And that's with everything in life. I feel like we are able to... I mean, we are not able to control the future or how our lives are going to and develop, but it's more like you are the one who chooses how your day is going to start. So if to, yes. if I wake up every day and I decide that it's going to be a great day, it's going to be a great day. Even though if something happens that's going to be taking two minutes of your day, it doesn't change the fact that for those 23 hours and 58 minutes, your day was great.
1: Isn't that a TikTok that
0: you just did? No, that was a blog that I wrote. Yeah, didn't you do a TikTok? Computer. I have no idea. I probably Anyways. did, but at this point, I do I not keep track of all of the content that I do. It's just, it is what it is. But, but my point is that it's really, you are the one who decides if your day is going to be great or not. Of course, there yeah. are situations that might change the way that you see your day and it's totally okay. We are only human. No, but, just
1: things develop around us that you have no control yeah, over. and that is life. You only have control over how you react to those things. And I feel and, like that's where you're
0: getting at. And, and how are you going to take the experience out of that specific situation?
1: Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know where you... I saw it, but, like, I saw it recently and I really don't know where. But it was, like,
0: good Probably,
1: people. Maybe. It was, like, good people come into your life. Hmm, wait, it's like bad people come into your life to teach you a lesson or bad experiences and then good experiences, something else. I have to look for this quote. I don't know where it is. Beautiful.
0: It's it, like me talking but... about the water bottle last, like, last episode, the, and the not knowing where the water bottle. Oh, the water bottle. Not <laughs> was getting with the water bottle. <laughs> but you know what I
1: meant. say. bad experiences, even though in the moment you're like, ah, oh, this is horrible. Why is this happening to me? It teaches you a lesson, and then the good experiences. I, like, I feel like I feel like it quote rewards is... you in a way.
0: I feel like the quote is really, from bad experiences, there is a great lesson. And from great experiences, there is a...
1: Um... I don't remember what the great experiences was, but I know that from bad experiences, you get a lesson. It's a great so reward. So just take
0: that. That's what I just
1: said. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I literally said five seconds ago when you were like,
0: I'm get me out of here. See you later.
1: but yeah I mean we could go on about this sustainable rant forever so I feel like this episode might have not been so much fashion self esteem but like the start of the series that we've always wanted to start about sustainability so
0: I I feel like it's more fashion sustainability and self esteem in general because we did talk a lot about self esteem in in a point but more towards related to a sustainable point of view but yeah it's the beginning of a series y'all so come and jump along to this room not you being like no 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 but yes
1: yes yes i'm saying the same thing that you just said repeating it back why are you you
0: why are you attacking so much today i am doing nothing wrong because you interrupted me in the middle of my movie (laughs) we have a commitment to this podcast so i'm sorry
1: don't start with that Mm -mm. not here not
0: now ah not ever uh. (laughs) ah Uh, anywho guys i hope that you anyways, enjoy this episode it's, yeah it's a little bit of fashions obviously and sustainability in general so yeah welcome to it's, the series
1: it's an onion like shrek and donkey put it you have to peel the layers of the onion
0: <laughs> because shrek is love shrek is shrek life.
1: Is <laughs> The way that rushed back into my head. I Jesus. This. The, the weird dumb videos that I have in like just ingrained in my mind. I can't no, I don't I for the love, like even if it saved my life, I could not tell you the multiplication table. But ask me anything about weird internet videos. <laughs>
0: I feel like the best one that will ever live right in my there. mind is Hurry! Yo, wizard! I am what? I'm a what? <laughs> Yo, You're
1: You're wizard, wizard.
0: No, I'm a what? No, no Hagrid No Hagrid. I'm just Harry. Just Harry. Yo, You're wizard. You're wizard. Hagrid! Stop Hagrid. pushing me down the fucking line! <laughs>
1: No, is it that? I oh, need to watch that video again. We got three anyway, minutes. of the- go watch. You're a wizard, Harry, and it's like a very over bad, video, badly animated video. That That's lasts, the recommendation for
0: this weekend, babies. But yeah, um, wow. go ahead and tell them what to do, M. Um, M. Emmy, I said Emmy. Oh, I thought you said M. I was like, who's who's M? <laughs> nice. So tell, uh, tell oh them, God. tell <laughs> M. Are you here? <laughs> <So>
1: <laughs> Anyways, um, let me just wrap this shit up no go fucking subscribe or like like or follow just fucking leave a review i guess people find this through there and then just like subscribe and we can put out more content for you to listen to this shit show on wherever you listen to your podcasts
0: it is is really amazing you know and you know i'm going to drop the socials and it's at friend talks podcast at instagram and at friend talks at tiktok you always say it in the same way (laughs) i mean it is the way that i say shit so get over it um we don't really post a lot on tiktok because you know we try shit's hard dude we live on separate ends of the globe it is it is a complicated thing we're trying to figure it out okay but do follow us on on instagram that is at friend talks podcast where there's a lot of great humor really and great art you know great yeah. personalities put together into creating great content but yeah guys have a nice weekend a Shot every time you say great i am a happy Anyways. person okay and that's that's that on the it's great it's great life is great and if i say it a lot i will believe it <laughs>
1: whatever you need to keep yourself going you know
0: Anywho, guys. okay guys
1: um. Have a great weekend. Chill out. You know, you do you. Yeah. Have a great time. You Live
0: life. Enjoy life. And if you're in the lockdown, well, enjoy the lockdown. Love that for me. Anyhow, Bessie bring that energy here. I'm Mia. So I nice. am in the lockdown. I'm not in that energy. that is what it is. Okay. Bye. Bye.